So, hello everybody, and welcome to the podcast, The Clueless Doctor. And as always, this is your host, Sankalpa Chakma. And, you know, the last episode was about STDs, and I am continuing in, in that direction. So this episode is going to be about syphilis, alright? I, I thought that I, I, would, I would first talk about syphilis because it is also a very, very, you know, a very much, a very prevalent and a very relevant STD. <coughs> so yeah, syphilis. And I think we, we all have heard about it, syphilis. Um, uh, then there, there are many, <coughs> there are many episodes in, in, in house, you know, the popular medical drama, where, you know, you know, you know, where they, where they suspect the patients of having syphilis, and many a time I think they did diagnose people with syphilis in the drama. So yeah, syphilis is um, is a is a really relevant STD. So. It, it is caused by a bacteria called Treponema papillidum, and this bacteria happens to be gram-negative. Gram, you know, by gram-negative, I mean, you know, <coughs> we, we we have a stain called gram stain, which we use to to stain the different bacteria in the laboratory. So those bacteria which stain for this stain, they are called gram positive and those which don't they are called gram negative so syphilis belong so the bacteria causing syphilis treponema pallidum belongs to uh, belongs to the gram negative category and and this is a very you know this is all this is also called spirochete and it is very very motile it, it, it really moves moves pretty well okay and it is is actually pretty infectious. So, just uh, just as few as fifty individual, you know, um, treponema treponema pallidum, they can cause infections. So that's the reason why syphilis is so highly transmissible. It, it has a very high infectivity rate. And you know, there are some other related um, <coughs> bacteria like treponema pallidum of the same family, like treponema. Pallidum, pertinium, keratium, which cause other diseases like you know, like um, like pinta and bezel, I guess. So those diseases, they 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 are much uh, much less much less infectious and much less um, much less severe than syphilis, and also they don't cause neurosyphilis, you know, because the syphilis, because um, syphilis can also affect the nervous system. So yeah, so that's about the bacteria causing syphilis, Treponema pallidum, and now coming to symptoms. All right, now you know symptoms can vary because like um, there are different stages of the disease, syphilis. In the initial stages, in the primary stage, um, <coughs> we, which which can happen say around 10 to 90 days after after being infected, you know, after after um, after after having the bacteria in the body, so primary syphilis, and in this and in primary syphilis, um, what happens is that there is usually a, a in men, you know, on the penis or, or on 
or on or on any other exposed area it, it could be the mouth you know or it could, it could, it could be it could be the mouth or lips so what happens is that um, there is a there is the appearance of a painless usually single um, firm you know skin alteration which we call chancre um, I'm not I'm not sure about the pronunciation but I think it's something like that so yeah and um and 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 this is this is the classical appearance okay okay that there that there's going to be just a single painless ulcerated skin you know skin ulceration in 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 many instances that there might be multiple sores or this this might even be painful so yeah so and also like i said they can they can occur on the you know on other areas depending on the De depending on the point of contact, it, it could happen on the lips or it could happen on the um, mouth. So yeah. So um, now, now primary is now not this not this now primary syphilis. The symptoms of primary syphilis don't always occur. You know, some people they they show secondary symptoms. They show secondary syphilis without showing the without showing primary syphilis. So in some people. Um, primary syphilis may not occur. All right, so yeah, so so the symptoms they subside after some time. The symptoms of primary syphilis, and then and, uh, and then you know secondary syphilis could happen. It, now this usually happens say uh, around I guess um, <coughs> this usually happens I suppose a few months after primary syphilis. You know, once again the time the time duration varies between you know different people and, and different symptoms. All right, so in, in secondary syphilis, usually the skin is involved, you know, that there could be rashes on the skin, usually on the palms and soles, and even on the trunk and extremities, you know, like on the back. So the symptoms, the, the skin rashes, they are pretty unsightly, they're pretty, you know, not very good on the eyes, you know, um, and, 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 and then they could be something like, you know, very, very, um, very, very, um, very, 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 um, very very extensive rashes, red, red or whitish brown, and they sometimes progress. You know the the, the nature of the rashes; they change over time, and um, yeah. So, and I, and I suppose even sometimes, um, except except the skin rashes, also things like you know the lymph glands could be could be infected. So that's another possibility. But usually it's the skin which is involved in secondary syphilis. But even these. Even the symptoms of secondary syphilis, they, they subside after some time, all right? And then um, <clears throat> once they subside, then, um, then the next phase comes in, and that is latent syphilis. Now, now in latent syphilis, I mean, the person shows, the patient shows no symptoms, you know, on the outside, the patient is pretty much fine. But what happens, you know, is that um, yeah, inside, you know, the inside, there is still... The, the the bacteria they are still there you know and if and sometimes they, and sometimes they, they could become infectious and then, and once again they could you know and once again they could give rise to symptoms of secondary syphilis so the symptoms could again happen all right and into so latent syphilis once again can be divided into two stages the the early latent syphilis and the and the later and latent syphilis now <coughs> People who are who are in the early latent syphilis, they are still infectious. However, the infectivity goes very much down in in late latent syphilis. All right.
And but but you know, but even after latent syphilis, you know, um, and another much more severe and much more dangerous um, <coughs> manifestation of syphilis can occur, and that is tertiary syphilis. All right, so. Um, now, tertiary syphilis can happen any time from, say, 10 to, 9, 10 to 90 years after primary syphilis. So, and the time duration is, once again, once again varies between, you know, it varies. And um, what happens is that, you know, here, um, much, you know, much, um, much more severe, you know, much more severe symptoms happen than there could be gammas, you know. Which are, which are nothing but non-cancerous lesions on the skin, you know. <clears throat> They're just like, sort of like tumors, all right? But, but not cancers, yeah? So, so they could happen anywhere on the body. Um, mostly they happen on the skin, all right? But they could even happen in, inside the body, in the, in, in the different organs, all right? The liver could be infected, could be involved, okay? And, um, and, and, all, these, and, all, and all these areas, you know, these... Um, this, this, this gammas, this, <coughs> this, this skin lesions, this, this, this um, tumor-like skin lesions, they're, they're all infective. They, they all contain infectious bacteria inside. Um, speaking of which, even, even the rashes in secondary syphilis, they, they're also very, very infectious. They have a lot of bacteria inside them, so yeah. Now, except, um, except the skin, other organs like, you know, the, um, like the like the central nervous system, the nervous system could be involved in tertiary syphilis. So, that, so there could be very, very devastating symptoms like, you know, paresis, you know, weakness of the, weakness of the limbs and um, weakness, weakness of the limbs and, and dementia, personality changes, okay. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, really, cognitive decline and, and very severe mental illness. A, a, a lot of famous people they had syphilis, and they became mad. You know, like, um, like, like that French writer Gadem Opoza. Uh, once again, I'm, I'm not sure about the pronunciation. So, yeah. So a lot of people they 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 suffer from very very bad mental illness. You know, in tertiary syphilis. And of course, um, there could also be meningitis. Now, meningitis could also happen in primary syphilis, you know, but um, yeah, so it could also happen in tertiary syphilis. All right, meningitis, and um, that's pretty bad. And 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 also the <coughs> and also the you know the blood vessels of the blood vessels of the brain they might be affected. So the um, so there could be. There could be, you know, meningovascular symptoms as well, disease. Now, now except the skin and um, that's the, the, the nervous system, the another system which is affected is the CVS, the cardiovascular system, and um, more particularly in the CVS, it is the aorta. The aorta is the very, very big artery from which, you know, from which blood passes from the you know, from the left side of the heart to the, you know, oxygenated blood to different parts of the body. So, so the aorta could be infected and, and that could cause aortic aneurysm, okay? And, and that is also very bad, okay? So, uh, then that could be very severe. So these are, so these are the different um, stages of syphilis, primary, secondary, ter latent, and tertiary, all right? 
Okay, now coming to the diagnosis. How do we diagnose syphilis? Now, diagnosing syphilis is, is a bit tricky because, um, um, like I said, some people, they don't have primary syphilis symptoms. But we usually do some blood tests, okay? And once again, in blood tests, there are two different kinds of blood tests. There are, there are the non-specific, non-treponemal you know, blood tests. These, these, these are just like general um, STD tests, okay? Like we call, we call it VDRL, venereal, venereal um, <coughs> disease research laboratory. And um, this test could be this test could be false positive in also in some cases of tuberculosis, lymphoma, measles infection. So this is not particularly accurate the VDRL. And then, and then there's also something called RGR, a rapid re reagent test. Okay, that too is non-specific. But but yeah, if if we are not sure, if if we are not sure. Then we can go for the specific treponemal tests. Okay, we can um, we we can look for the antibodies, or we can look for the we we can look for the you know bacteria under the microscope, dark field microscopy. You know you know we we could we could take some samples from the <coughs> from the areas um, the fluids contain which we suspect would would contain the bacteria, and we could we could try to look it under the microscope. All right. So yeah, we could do those very very specific tests for tests for treponema pallidum. Yeah, and um, <coughs> yeah, but but the thing is that all these tests, okay, they don't they don't really say <coughs> which stage of the disease it is, if it is primary, secondary, or or tertiary. They, they just they just tell us that you know there's there's a disease, but we don't know which stage it is. Yeah. Now then. <coughs> So now then, coming to the treatment, okay? The treatment is actually pretty straightforward, you know? It's a, it's a bacterial disease, and so we give antibiotics, okay? The, the thing is that, you know, syphilis is actually very much treatable, you know, if, if, if the person goes to the doctor pretty soon. So when, say, if, you, say, if, if a person gets treated at, at the stage of <coughs> primary, primary syphilis, then the disease is, disease is almost as, you know, almost as good as gone, you know, almost as good as treated. So it's very, very effective. So, yeah, and, and the treatment is an, is an antibiotic penicillin, actually, and an intramuscular injection of benzyl, you know, benzyl, you know, benzyl penicillin, okay? And um, some people, they might, um, they might be allergic to penicillin, so we could give them doxycycline or tetracyclines, all right? And also, um, doxycycline, doxycycline, and tetracycline, they cannot be given in all in all in in all people. So, we we might even give ceftriaxone. Okay, that's also an effective treatment. But usually, the treatment of choice is <coughs> penicillin, benzyl penicillin, and intramuscular shot of benzyl penicillin. And um, sometimes, you know. Um, the, the, the thing about penicillin, penicillin is that some people they might um, have a very severe, you know, uh, reaction called um, Jerish. Oh, I, I forgot the name. Um, it's something like um, um, Harris. Oh, damn it, I forgot the name. So, they, they, so some people they, they might have some very very severe. Um, side effects to penicillin, especially when they are treating syphilis. Okay, so yeah. So um, um, yes, and um, in pregnant women, you know, yeah, um, <coughs> in in pregnant women, we could also give penicillin. 
Um, yeah, and um, for tertiary syphilis, however, okay, we um, the intramuscular penicillin does not work, so we have to give intravenous in the blood penicillin, and we have to give it for probably ten days, okay. But uh, <coughs> but if but but of course if if the person is once again allergic to penicillin, then we then we could give um, ceftriaxone as well. So uh, so yeah, one thing I forgot is that how is um, well syphilis is is an STD, so it definitely it definitely transmits by you know sex, okay, <coughs> unsafe sex. But um. But um, what, are, what are the other ways that it could, you know, it could be transmitted? Well, another way it could be transmitted is um, by, by transfusing infected blood. <coughs> However, you know, that is, not, that is very rare because, like, you know, when we, when we take blood from, from donors, okay, in blood donation, we, we, usually, we usually test the person for different diseases, including syphilis. So, um... So practically, you know, blood transfusion they don't, you know, they, they don't they don't cause syphilis. However, there's a very very rare chance, yeah. And and also from mother to baby, you know, during pregnancy or during childbirth, <coughs> the syphilis infection could pass. And and also by using, you know, infected needles. But um, once again, that that's also very rare, you know, giving need with by by sharing needles. That's also quite rare, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's about um, how syphilis is transmitted, and um, <coughs> and um, okay, a little a little bit about the history of syphilis. Okay, so syphilis, um, you know, this disease used to be very very devastating in the olden days, and if and if we, you know, many many famous men, you know, many many famous writers, philosophers, they had this disease. So. Yeah, and and the and the you know and, and because syphilis, if treated, is is actually very much treatable. But if we don't treat it, it could lead to very very severe complications. So uh, so a lot of them they suffered from very very bad, <coughs> you know, bad manifestations of syphilis. You know, um, there's that German philosopher, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Nietzsche. Nietzsche, I don't know. Okay, I think you know who who I'm referring to. So even he we. So people say that even he died from syphilis. So yeah, he, he went mad from syphilis. Yeah. So yeah, mm, yeah. So so syphilis was a very very devastating disease in the olden days, and and also you know, um, in context to syphilis, I was actually reading about um, some very some very horrific incidents. Okay? So some very horrific things which happened. So. It so happened, you know, in the, in the, in the 19, um, I think, in the 1940s or 50s that, you know, that, that the American, you know, I don't, I don't know, it's, it's, it's something like the CDC back in those days in America. So they, they, were, they were conducting an experiment on, on black people, okay, on, on African Americans, and in which, you know, they tricked the people, you know, they, they told them that we, we are going to treat you of bad blood, you know, that's the word they use bad blood and you know they were they were conducting experiments on them but they didn't they didn't really tell them what the experiment was for you know and and they didn't treat and they didn't treat those people for syphilis you know so so they let them die and so it was very very bad and um a similar kind of thing happened in in, in guatemala and um we once again um the u.s government was in, involved in that so these are very very you know hor horrific horrific um 
very, very, um, very, um, what's the word? Ab ab abominable incidents which happened in the past. Okay, okay, and and this really makes me realize how far we have come from 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 those times to now. You know, I mean, we <coughs> in the world we celebrate di diversity now, or at least we 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 try to. Okay, racism is something which is absolutely you know has no place in, in our society. But when we when we when I read when we read these kinds of you know instances from history. That really, really gives us a peek into humankind, you know, how people were so, I don't know, it's just um, horrific here. So, yeah, we have come a long way from that, but of course, we still have a long way to go. Racism is still pretty much there, okay? So, yeah, we, we have to keep fighting. We have to keep fighting against it. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so I suppose that's all about syphilis, and um, I, I, I try to talk, you know, as, as much as I could about syphilis, and... Um, I, I I would like to apologize because I'm making this episode, you know, after many days, you know, because I was like, you know, I was re I was really busy with my with with a lot of, with a lot of work and um and maybe <coughs> you know I don't know I'm just not a very sort of like a you know regular person, you know, so I'm I'm very sorry for that that I uploaded this episode after a long time and um, <coughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but but I'll try to you know keep making episodes on a more regular basis, at least once a week, <clears throat> okay? I, th I think that's, I think that much I can do, you know, once a week, every Sunday, I can just read something about, you know, medicine proper, and just kind of talk talk about it, all right? So, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll try to make more episodes, you know, more, more reg regularly, more consistently, so that's it, and um, I hope my 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 speaking skills, my podcasting skills are improving. Okay, of course my voice is never as good as I want as I want it to be. Okay, I feel like I I have this you know I don't know cold every time, and naturally my voice isn't isn't that sort of like you know bass like I don't know like um I don't know this is just, just not that sort of like pleasing to hear probably. But well here I am and I hope that I improve. So. Yeah, so that's it. So with that, I wrap up this episode, and I hope you took something out of it. And um, thanks. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.